Six months ago, after three years of podcasting, Ben and Vicky burst onto the scene airwaves for the first time with their show, The Prop Showzel. Zach Efron was quoted as saying, YOLO, around the same time the show was on. Since The Prop Showzel's first season came to an end, everyone thought there would be big things in store for Ben and Vicky. Everyone was right. I've just been standing at the corner of train stations yelling proposals at people. Sometimes I whisper them. Ben had a tougher time dealing with not having a platform to make his proposals. I'm not going to lie to you, it's, it's been tough at times. There was a long stretch there where I didn't even know how to propose anything for a while. I tried calling the Sultana brand questions and comments hotline, you know, for practice. I was going to propose that they alter their Sultana to brand ratio, but I <laughs> chickened out at the last second. But now, they've regrouped. And Ben and Vicky are back for another season of The Prop Showzel. Maybe we could talk about cows some more. In the endless reaches of the universe, there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Ricky! Welcome back, everyone, and you're listening to the Prop Showzone. <laughs> so this is the first episode of Season 2, and as you all know, uh, our show has a pretty structured format that we usually stick to. Totally. But Except- I have a first proposal. Oh, go on. I say we completely change the structure for Season I, 2. Mm, I have to, like, contemplate this proposal for a second. Motion passed. <laughs> I was going to say, don't contemplate too long because we only have an hour, so... <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Well, uh, I'm quite an efficient judge. Yes, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> they really need more of you on Judge Judy. She takes far too long. <laughs> yeah. Half an hour to make a judgment? What is this? Well, she typically makes two judgments in half an hour with ads. Well, so if you're making yours that fast, you could make at least 30. Now, that's that a show. Speed speed court. Speed judging. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the people are real. The cases are final. His judgment is in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> a little countdown clock comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you were... And if you don't make a judgment within the first 30 seconds, you have to pay the damages. Oh, that's extra pressure. Yeah, yeah I if know. I, if I, I'm an R for too long, everyone gets free cheeseburgers. <laughs> As sponsored by... I can't even say it because we're a community radio station. The McCheese Corporation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can say by Burger King because apparently I just recently heard the reason why we don't have Burger King in Australia is because some random guy in South Australia owns the trademark and refuses to give it up. 
In, we, we've got it in Australia, just not in Victoria for the most part. Oh, I thought it was a guy in South Australia who owned it. Or maybe he owns it for Victoria. Or maybe. Because you go interstate and it's like Burger King and it's like Bizarro World all of a sudden. <laughs> because in Melbourne, it's all Hungry Jacks everywhere. And so, yeah. Except for at the uh, airport. I think he that's the lone takes one. his burger sovereignty seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well. He's like, he believes in the divine right of kings. It's He's like, like, I'm not just going to give this away for a million dollars. I am the Burger King, rightfully crowned. It's like you wouldn't expect he, the Queen of England like to give it up. He's an actual queen, a uh, king. <laughs> or queen. Maybe I don't know who's the current... There could be a Burger Queen. I don't know who's the current queen royalty. Yeah, but I, I Is guess... he not married to the Dairy Queen? Well, that would be quite the team up. <laughs> wouldn't it? That's like a new superhero league, I think. I thought it was Mr. Donut was married to Dairy Queen, but Mr. Donut's just a guy. You mean the giant, like, donut? Like anthropomorphic donut man? Is this what we're talking about? No, there's a a shop called Mr. Donut. And I've always been like, I notice there's no Mrs. Donut. Oh, you think that he (laughs) should court the Dairy Queen? I think he should court me. I love Mr. Donut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if I come in one week and you've got a crown and lots of donuts, I'll know what happened. Donut, ask me out. I won't. Do not worry. (laughs) If those kind of puns, you're safe. I am very safe. But... What is the prop shows and what will be different now oh, you've yeah. made that sad oh, yeah, judgment? That, that thing. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about fast food some more. No, uh, we propose things, ideas, notions, fast food Ideas com- and notions. hi yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, we're, we're fast moving and covering all our bases. <laughs> At least two cognitive ways of coming up with ideas. <laughs> But so, uh, no more than that. <laughs> Basically, how the prop shows all works is we will come up with something that's annoying or um, we think the world needs <laughs> no, to have. No, just annoying is <laughs> pretty much the uh, one reason that we've uh, done the show. And propose that we have it. So, for example, last year one of our friends was forced to play Twister at his workplace. So we deemed that needed to be a board game appropriacy board who would have not allowed that to occur. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we also did lots of regular segments like Sin City and Celebrity Heads. We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> so if those are your favourite segments, well, that's a shame. Yeah, well, we had a good run. <laughs> that is a gosh darn shame. <laughs> but we've got lots of a new excitement for you in store. We do. So one thing that has remained in this new season is that I am still choosing themed playlists. And because this is our season two, some might, might say our B-side, mm. uh, I am actually playing B-sides that became more famous or as famous as their A-sides. Am I? No, I think they're just B-sides. They're still pretty famous. <laughs> so shall we kick that right off? Let's do it. So our first song off the rank, which we obviously like to choose popular songs with the kids and not uh, irrelevant, ridiculous ones. No. We're going uh, with... As two- evidenced by Cows With Guns yeah, from yeah, last season. Exactly. We like to keep uh, keep a running theme. And we're going with Tequila by everyone's favourite, The Champs. And that was everyone's favourite beverage-related song, <laughs> Tequila. I like Coca-Cola by Little Red. Oh, OK. Well, yep. a lot of people's favourite beverage theme song. <laughs> Some people's favourite beverage song. Yeah, but a lot is probably pushing it. Favourite beverage B-side. Oh, OK. Which is also everyone's favourite tongue twister. <laughs> oh, good to know. See, we're quite the educational program here. <laughs> So, uh, on your own favourites. We're educating <laughs> you on what you enjoy. <laughs> you will like this. Uh, we got some texts in. I'm out today, so I can't catch your triumphant return, but we'll catch the show as soon as I can. Excellent. So, people already know it's going to be triumphant. And they're already not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're winning on two fronts right there. We've got some segments that we didn't get to last season, yes. amazingly. I don't know how 
this one slipped under the radar. I can't believe we didn't cover this last season. So yeah. I'm glad that we're back for a second season to cover it now. This was the sole purpose of reuniting the team, basically. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do for another 12 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Maybe just this over and over again. Probably. Stretch it out. Well, we'll see how it goes. Well, anyway, I was with a friend's mum and she was talking about movies that she wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Would you, any guesses? Was it... Rules of Attraction. <laughs> no. Well, Neither was it nine songs. Or... Uh, well, I've only got about seven billion more movies to go through. Okay, well, open up IDMB and everyone's settled in. Yeah, we'll go alphabetically. <laughs> the new segment is Judge What My Mum's Friend Wanted to Watch. <laughs> no, Friend's Mum. That would take 12 episodes if we just <laughs> list movies for an hour a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly celebrity heads, is it? Well, you've got to fill time somehow. <laughs> anyway, no, she decided that she wanted to see at the time, a somewhat recently released movie. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, yeah, let's go down the video shop. I really want to see that Memoirs of a Geezer. Classic. <laughs> I, uh, I can't say I've heard anything bad about that film. I have not heard anything terrible about Memoirs of a Geezer. So I thought we could sort of uh, improvise our own movie for her because she was quite shocked to find out it was Memoirs of a Geisha. Yeah, she's like, that sounds way worse. I'm, <laughs> I'm not interested in geishas, but geezers, <laughs> yeah. that's where the action is. Well, I sort of went with geezer as like an English soccer hooligan. Like, hello, oh, okay. hello. Oh, that's an English policeman. Sorry, let me change my <laughs> switch slightly. Yeah, go on. The, uh, the other alternative is she could have just got off a grumpy old men marathon. Oh, and all right. Like or the like, what's the odd couple or something? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so she was going with, like, geezer as an old man. Mm. See, I sort of thought it was, like, a creepy English man. Well, maybe it was a creepy old English guy. <laughs> I think that would be the ultimate geezer. Yeah, so I can sort of, I'm like, I just can't, I can, in fact, imagine what memoirs of a geezer would entail. So are we going to improvise our version of this film? Yes. Because I'm not really familiar with the uh, actual movie memoirs of a geisha. You don't need to be. But I'm assuming that this old geezer is in her situation. Is oh, in, yeah. okay, the same situation. Yeah, like he's... I didn't. He's, well, you obviously <laughs> haven't read the same script as me because this, <laughs> this, old, this old English guy, he's whoring himself out just less successfully. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, are you, are you, who's going to be the geezer? Oh, I guess I'll be the geezer. All right, so I'll, I'll be a client that walks into All your, right. <laughs> your uh, old man brothel. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Uh, hang on. I've just got to knock on the door first. Oh, no, hang on. I'm going to do a bit of a monologue. Oh, yeah, sure. Knock. You can get into character. Yeah, sorry. Um, me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> got to warm up the old pipes. Yeah, I didn't know he was so operatic. Moo, 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 moo. Yeah, no, he's not. I just want to make sure I want to do him justice. Yeah, sure. I am not good at accents, so let's see how we go. It's probably going to turn into uh, Ian McKellen again, isn't it? It's, everything is Ian McKellen. After Every accent I do is Ian McKellen. When Vicky did that impression at the end of last season... After the episode, she told me that isn't even who she was attempting to do. She no. forgot the name of the actor that she was imitating. Who was it? I, you didn't tell me. You oh, just okay. <laughs> I was walking jokes. That's Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this, geezer. I woke up this morning. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I woke up this morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> there was nothing in the fridge. I thought, oh, no. What am I going to do? <laughs> it's not going to be me day to get me money for another two weeks. I've got track pants. I'm right for clothes. I can just wear me track pants all week. But what am I going to do for food? <laughs> I looked into the fridge, right, and I realised I spent all my money the night before at the soccer, yeah? So anyway, I thought that maybe I could try me and as a pimp. So... 
I opened up my own brothel, right? I <laughs> <laughs> uh. got a first customer rather quick. I was just thinking of the idea and it seems like someone's come along. Yeah. So this old fella's going to be going to the soccer this week. Hello, uh, are you the... Oh, I don't know why I'm British as well. I, well, I, I suppose I we're guess, both in Britain. Yeah. I, I uh, heard you might be opening some kind of old man brothel. I am. I quite like soccer, so I will have to sell sex to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I, uh, I hope you don't write some kind of memoirs about all this. No. I sir, like my privacy, you know. Are you that woman from, <laughs> from that movie about ladies? Belle de Gilles or something. <laughs> no, I was thinking of um, bloody... What's that play called? Bloody Mary. No! <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm Bloody Mary in disguise, I is. I no. didn't mention it up until now, but you've clearly seen through my cunning disguise. Okay, so you've come to steal my soul. No, I just need some sex once in a while. <laughs> I'm quite an old woman now. And so I thought, oh, this old man geezer's opened a brothel in my neighbourhood. You sound like Eliza Doolittle. Well, i got many talents. <laughs> some of them are scaring children in the mirrors. And some of them <laughs> is putting on an accent, you see. Oh, I see. Yeah. Come on in then. Oh, well, thank you. And that's when they do their business. Yeah. So sure, we'll we we skip over there. That. Just do some... This bow, is the opposite bow, of most bow, movies. Bow, bow. Champagne corks, trains through tunnels. Yeah, we, we don't have time for that business. It's all about the uh, inane banter between the sex scenes. <laughs> well, thanks, love. It's about 40 quid. I don't know if that's true. To go to the soccer, I was wondering if uh, if I could get a bit of 40 quid out of you. It's 39.50. It wasn't worth it at the end for me. <laughs> I don't know, you seem happy. It's hard to tell. You're like a thousand years old <laughs> and you're a ghost. All right, you talked me into it. 40 quid, here you go. Thank you. And scene. <laughs> so that's scene one from Memoirs of a Geezer. Uh, I can't wait to hear what next week's movie is about. <laughs> I can only uh, imagine that Hollywood will be calling on us doors in any second now. To Telling us to please stop. Besmirching the name of movies in general. Yeah. And if you wanted to text in to suggest a movie for next week uh, to top Memoirs of a Geezer, you can text us in now at 0427-767-767 or... 0427-pop-pop? Yes. I was like, wait a minute. She put me on the spot here. 0427-pop-pop. You can also reach us here at the studio. I know topping the heights of that radio brilliance will be tricky, but yes, I'm, I know. I'm sure you can. Uh, Not you since can 30 Second Judgments ideas. has the entertainment world seen something <laughs> so horrific. <laughs> yes, so let's never improvise again. Well, until for another like seven days. Yeah, right? until we get an awesome text that tells us what we should improvise. Sure. We've, uh, we've come up on the show before with ideas of how to settle bets. Ben and I bet a lot. Campbell's anonymous phone line. <laughs> In the past, for example, what is Alex doing was one of our favourites. So, yes, Alex is uh, Ben's second best friend by my <laughs> proclamation. Sure. <laughs> Me being in top spot. And my ex-boyfriend. So often when Ben and I had to settle a bet, we'd both decide what our friend Alex was doing and then call him. We and just have to guess. Closest. Yes. And, uh, yeah, whoever, whoever got closest, which, for example, if I said, oh, Alex is eating a sandwich... And then we called him and he found out that he was sleeping. That's not close. Yes. It's, it's, it's a difficult determination. It is, though, because if I said he was at a party and you said he was eating and he was at a barbecue, mm. it's difficult. True. It could be needing a tiebreaker round the next day or something. It's a tiebreaker round in a couple of hours. So we're still working out the kinks of what is Alex doing. So we've had to come up with something new. Yes. 
And this one is called the No Sleep Till Brooklyn Game. <laughs> so some of you might be familiar with the Beastie Boys song, No, no Sleep, Sleep Till, Till Brooklyn, Brooklyn, which is where this segment gets its title. <laughs> and it's content. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's well titled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we thought it fitting. Yes. Basically, the intro of this song is extremely hard, at least for me, to sing along to. Yes. Because the chorus goes, No Sleep Till... There's like two beats. Brooklyn. That's that's easy enough to sing along yes, to. Yes, you just wait two beats. The intro adds several extra beats. Mm. And so you get into the rhythm if you heard the song before, you hear the chorus. Right. And then you're like, well, obviously Brooklyn's coming and then you sing it and then you're awkwardly left on the uh, in the middle of the dance floor with everyone looking at you like, there's no Brooklyn there, dummy. Uh. And so we've had this trouble before with, for example, we used to watch the TV show One Tree Hill. Were you watching, were you at a 90s club where people call each other dummy? I just didn't want to swear. <laughs> but I think dummy's like a funny one. I'm bringing it back, you know. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to explain the One Tree Hill Well, the version? One Tree he- Hill version of the No Sleep Till Brooklyn game is there's three beats at the start of... Who, who's Gavin DeGraw. Gavin DeGraw's theme song of that song. And it goes dun, dun, dun. So me and Ben... It's, the one, it's called I Don't Want to Be. It's, yes, the song is called I Don't Want to Be yeah. and it opens up with three beats. So Ben and I used to say who could get closest because they'd have the previously on yeah. and then they would have the song would just they start. Cut, yeah, they cut straight to the intro song. So the three beats, we would try and see who could say One Tree Hill exactly on the beats and therefore win the game. And obviously no one could. It's no, impossible. It's no really one's hard. being able to do it. But this one, you got a little bit of a more shot because there's a warm-up leading you up to the up to the Brooklyn. Yeah, it's hard with One Tree Hill. You, you get the tree hill quite mm. easily, but it's all about the one. So that's that's the uh, the expert's version. Oh, yeah. But this one, this one's... Uh, Can't do it without you, God mode, basically. <laughs> you need to be omniscient to know when the previously on is going to end. But No Sleep Till Brooklyn's a good place to start out. So all right. you're not familiar with the song, are you? I've heard it, like, in my life, yes. Okay. So we'll, There's no shipping out to Brooklyn. Shipping out to Boston. <laughs> no, the lesser known. Oh, the, the seaside, if you yes, will. Yes, yeah. that's right. So uh, I'll play the song. Yes. I'll give you a shot because I assume you haven't been listening to it. Do we have a bet that we need to settle at all? I don't know. <laughs> Unless you've got one in mind, I'm just going to no, play this. No, I don't, I don't currently. My grudge mind grudge is empty. Grudge free? Yeah, uh, well, we'll, I think I'm grudge free. That's, that's a change. The grudge board is wiped clean. We'll leave that on the back burner, but this is just practice for when we do have actual grudges. Okay, when there's a grudge. Should we both play along this time or do you want to give it a shot on I'll your own? I'll give it a shot on my own because right. I might get beginner's luck having just not heard the song you for may. a long time. Exactly. Let's see how we go. Way too early. Oh, There's way too early. All right. Did you want to give it a shot? I think we should both give it a shot this time. All right, okay. And then we'll just play the full song and you guys you guys at home now <laughs> that you've heard it. A it shot. What I will do is give along. you a few seconds to think of a grudge you have with the people in the room. Yeah. If you don't have one, create one <laughs> quickly. <laughs> just go up and slap the person sitting next to you. Yes. And then you can play along with, uh, with us on the radio. No sleep till... You're going to go early. I'm so... I'm, I'm on the edge of my you seat. Out. I'm sludging you. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> we got distracted. All right, enjoy the song, kids. And now, it's time for more Tales from Cambodia. That intro might have been a bit of a misnomer since we haven't had any tales from Cambodia yet. 
But it is time for... It's not a misnomer at all. It is time for Tales from Cambodia. But it's just that no one knows what that is. It says more tales. Oh, I, I didn't okay. want to make a specific intro just for the first episode where it was just tales. <laughs> but I liked more tales. And, but also the other thing is that it might not be tales specifically from Cambodia. <laughs> no. They might just be so, tales of, of a trip to Cambodia or... I just really like to name tales from Cambodia and I wanted a intro with an elephant <laughs> in it, which also is not really that related to Cambodia. I saw some elephants over Did there. Did you? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically the premise is that I went on a trip, a holiday with the family to Cambodia recently, and I thought, why not bring the Sin listeners along with me <laughs> audio-wise so they can experience all the same excitement that I felt. So uh, I think a good place to start is the flight over there. I've got a series of SMSs because I thought we did Sin City last year. I thought I'd ease people out of the uh, the segment where me and Vicky read copious pages of notes. So uh, I've got some texts which I've transcribed from uh, me and my friend Edward going back and forth <laughs> while I was there are three pages. So I I'm intrigued. And I trimmed I trimmed them on. down as well because <laughs> I had a lot of time to text. So this is quite the endeavour. So uh, it starts off at. 9.26 a.m. and uh, I was at home at this point. Just about to leave and uh, Eddie kicks us off. Eddie will be played by Vicky Smith today. Yes. <laughs> My friend, have a good trip. We'll talk soon. Thanks, man. Already off to a good start with a six-hour delay. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> <laughs> There's just a lot of Fs. Yeah, just F, 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 F. I assume you'll be at PJ's bar the whole time drinking away six hours wait. Luckily, we found out before we left home, so there's still a weird feeling because we were just about to leave, but uh, it's all right. It looks like Dad also chucked a crap ton of chlorine in the pool, so if it looks white and face-melty, that's why. Got it. No face-melting in the pool. So uh, just to clarify, Ed was looking after our house while we were away, <laughs> so uh, I didn't I don't know why him. I didn't get the job this time. Well, he just uh, beat you to it. Obviously. Um, I'm usually head house-sitter. He preempted you by like a month. Oh, so. no way. Mm. He actually asked to house-sit? Yeah. Oh. That's why I was informing him of the uh, pool situation. And also I thought, interestingly, I'd never written crap ton on my phone <laughs> before. It auto-corrected to Obama. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> my phone auto-corrects ha-ha-ha-ha to hospitala. Is it like trying to cast a spell on you yeah, or something? Yeah, or shabada. <laughs> it sounds like your phone is on Simlish. Yeah, no, it sounds like my phone is on ancient... Uh, Ethiopian curses. Oh, yeah, well, either way, Simlish and Ethiopian curses Shabana. are quite similar. <laughs> By 12.32 now. So three hours later. You ready for your flight? You must be anxious now, lol. <laughs> Overuse of lol probably. I think so too. The bus is scheduled to pick us up in another hour and a half, which is still super early and result in several hours spent hanging around the airport till our flight supposedly leaves at six. Lol, that sucks. <laughs> He's a conscientious lawyer. <laughs> this airport is... Oh, the airport is only fun for an hour, unless you're at the pub, in which case it's fun for an hour 15. We had to catch a bus earlier because we'd booked it like a group bus and I guess the bus driver had a, a, pr a prior engagement that so he couldn't take us any later, so we did have to leave pretty early. It was annoying that when we got to the airport, we found out a flight was delayed <laughs> again by another six hours. So uh, we just left. We went to the movies. <laughs> we went to... Um, we went to the like closest cinema that was showing something that we were actually interested in around you know the time that would we would need to kill, and it happened to be in Sunshine. Oh, okay. And so I'd, I haven't spent a whole lot of time in Sunshine, but it was weird because the one thing that I have been there for was a friend's party at the back of his video shop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And so I we went to the movie and like it, we got freaked out again for a second because we're like, well, we've already had a 12-hour delay on our flight now. Yeah. What the hell are we going to do to kill time? We went on the iPhones, looked for times and cinemas and plotted it all out, spent like, I don't know, $30 on the taxi to get there. <laughs> And the movie that we wanted to see wasn't even on the board. Oh! And we were like, if we've come here and somehow stuffed this up, I'll be so What annoyed. movie was it? Silver Linings Playbook. I thought it might be Flight. Then, well, I didn't want to uh, get into a movie about potential plane crashes yeah. two seconds before our plane was already having technical difficulties. Misheard by me is Stephen Silvani's playbook, <laughs> so I was quite disappointed. Exactly. No, but I liked the movie, but uh, then afterwards we couldn't get a taxi home. Oh. So we're, like, we're trying to flag one down for ages, we're trying to... A call one or trying to use the mobile apps basically everything every possible way to get a taxi was not working <laughs> there was like people downstreaming us like standing on the corner Ooh. and waving it down we're like come on we called the taxi like 20 minutes ago so it's not like we didn't have time to kill but it's just so frustrating when you're already like annoyed by everything else going on and that's why salmon swim they don't catch cabs <laughs> <laughs> i wish we could have swam there probably would have been quicker and then there's like a couple of taxi drivers around. One like drives into the parking lot of the plaza that we're at, disappears somewhere. <laughs> there's one guy cleaning his car. So I go over to him, ask him like either for a lift or if he can call someone to get us a lift. He just like <laughs> says, I'm working and then hurries me away. Oh. I'm like, on what? <laughs> You're not t- driving this taxi. So that was weird. Then another one pulls in across the street. He sounds like a non-player character. It, yeah, it like, was basically like I was in a video game and yeah, it's like... I'm working, go away now. This guy was designed to take me to the next level, but I hadn't done my mission yeah, exactly. first. Yeah, Another one pulls into the parking lot across the street right in front of what happens to be the video store that I went to. No way. So I'm like, oh, it's my friend's video store. Like, this is weird. It's the one thing in Sunshine that I know. So I run across the street to the guy that's in the taxi at this uh, video store. He's just returning a DVD or something. No way! Who gets like, a taxi to return a DVD? No, I think, like, he owns the taxi. Oh, the taxi guy was, yeah. not a guy in the taxi. No, was no, like, no. Oh, no! It's like him and his kids hop out. <laughs> oh, and so okay. he must have just been using his car. But that must be so confusing for a taxi driver, like, or at least annoying. But you only have the light on when you can take people. I never know the light system. Light on means they can take people. In Singapore, they've got a light that says... Uh, taken or, uh, or available. How do you not know this? The main light, if the big thing is lit up, that means they can take people. I can just never remember if it means light on available or light off available. Light on available. Well, I'll forget it in like five <laughs> minutes. So the anyway. system never helps me. And so, yeah, I talked to this guy and he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, all right, fine. We finally get a, a, a taxi back and this is a 3.15 at this point. And so uh, I send Eddie another text. Just a heads up, our flight is delayed again, but there's a chance it could be cancelled and we might end up coming home. I'll keep you updated. Lol, what crappy luck. <laughs> this guy writes lol a lot. Well, we're on our way to your house to play with Yoda, so let me know the game plan. Uh, when will you know about the flight? Not sure yet. It's scheduled for 10pm departure now, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens at this point. Also, uh, Yoda's my dog for anyone <laughs> unfamiliar with that weird sentence. 6.40pm. Uh, lol, any news? Ready to fly? Latest update is 11pm departure. So that was another hour delayed. Remind me to never fly with whoever you're going with. 9.08pm. Took Yoda for a night walk. Man-sized poop. How's the flight looking? They're still saying 11pm at this stage. I definitely don't trust them, but it hasn't been delayed for two and a half hours, which is a nice change. Constant Australian music is quickly killing my patriotism, though. Yep, they do that at the airport to ensure foreigners don't want to come back. It's working. So... The constant Australian music, that was basically they were blasting the typical Australian, like, timey kangaroo down boy and click go the shields. Oh. It was like one CD on repeat. Like, I guess it only had I've never about, heard that at 
the airport before? Yeah, I don't know. It might have been because of Australia Day the weekend before. Oh, maybe. And we were just in the lounge. Like, the tennis finals were going on, so we were watching that for a while. See, I'm just used to nothing at the airport. I would have much Sweet preferred nothingness. nothing. <laughs> I, like, it was driving me insane being there for, like, a couple of hours, and at least I could roam around and kind of escape it in different areas of the terminal if I needed to. Yeah. But, like, for the people that work there, uh, they would be, like, murdering in, like, two days of this kind of <laughs> CD. Um, but, we're like, maybe it was, like, hard to watch the tennis because, like, of this incessant Australiana music, you know. 11.44pm. 10.44? 10.44pm. <laughs> well, sounds like you might be finally on your way, no? Only 13 hours later. <laughs> yeah, right. Word on the street is 11.40 departure. They also tell me that unicorns and fairies will be taking us there. I hope you're going to get upgraded. What do they say is delaying it? Upgraded? It's Jetside, dude. There's one class, and I'm pretty sure it charges you $10 for the privilege of being kicked in the face all day. Mechanical failures were the cause of the delay, so if we do take off, we'll probably still fall out of the sky, and if we all die, you can have my own Nintendo. Sweet. This text is evidence. 11.24pm. Fly, Ben, fly! I don't know. Seems like that'd be the obvious answer. Plane arrived at the gate, though, or at least the flight crew went somewhere where we can't stare angrily at them. 12.20 departure now. And this is where I uh, added a sad face emoticon. (laughs) (laughs) I was slightly driven insane, so I started uh, adding... Do you often emoticon? Almost never. Like, I, I do the, you know, the sad faces and stuff, but this drove, this drove me to emoji level. What's emoji? That's, like, on the iPhone where Oh, I, like an actual face. Yeah, where you can go elaborate with, like, pictures of houses and stuff. See, I always <laughs> do emoticons. My mm. text looks rude without them. Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad I wasn't rude by 12.20pm. Wow. Just wow. And it also turns out the flight crew, they hadn't actually boarded. I thought the, the plane was there because we saw people coming off another flight. It turns out that... I guess the flight crew were just hiding. <laughs> like They were standing at the gate for maybe at least an hour and everyone's like super annoyed by this stage. But there's nowhere to go like on that gate. They must have just gone just inside the gate to escape us all because it was like, we, you assume if they disappear, like, oh, they've gone to prep the plane. But there was no <laughs> plane on the other side of the door, so that was kind of funny. 12.01 a.m. Oh, good, our plane is being towed from the hangar. Can't wait to be towed to Singapore. This was a uh, crying emoticon. <laughs> Lol, I guess that's good. Until you take off, I'm sceptical. You and me both, and that's like the, the blank face emoticon. <laughs> 12.20am. Is this the winner? Totally. If I winner, you mean the game who wants to sit in the airport lounge and slowly regress to primal beings without ever boarding. Then yeah, we're doing awesome at it. They stopped providing estimated departure terms. This is how the movie The Terminal with Tom Hanks started. Yeah, we discussed The Terminal at about hour six of the delay. I would have killed myself day two of that dude's life. <laughs> Lol, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> He's finding it hilarious. Yeah, I know. He's loving this. Okay, well, keep me posted. I'll let you know if I'm about to sleep. If you come home, I'm in your bed. So just climb in and get to one side. <laughs> Was that serious? He was in my bed. I don't think he was hoping that I could fight it up with him, if that's what you were implying. I wasn't allowed to sleep in your bed when I house it. Well, it, it, clearly he didn't leave me much choice. No. <laughs> yeah. This was approximately 1am. Boarding in two minutes. <laughs> Probably not, but seriously, this is our moon landing. Lol. <laughs> well, hopefully you get on. Let me know when you're seated. On plane. If you don't hear from me, we either took off or they gassed us to keep us quiet. Get the word out. Our suffering will not be ignored. Viva la revolution. And there was a plane emoji at the end. <laughs> so that was, that was part one of my trip. Off to a great start with over 14-hour delay. We left <laughs> at about 2.30 in the morning, I think. 
But uh, do you have something to propose to me, Vicky? I do, Ben. Last night I was trying to relax. Is this a frequent occurrence of yours or...? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How often do you try to relax? I would say every night before bed is my usual attempt. See, I usually make the mistake and try to relax once I've got to bed Uh, and then it takes me like several hours to get to sleep. I was going to say you try to relax once you get to work, which is way too late. I've already relaxed by that stage. (laughs) I should hope so. (laughs) So uh, a friend of mine was playing... (laughs) We forgot the secret sound at the end of the talk show. Oh, is that what that was? A friend of mine was playing last night sleep.mp3. Oh, did that work? Well, you would think so. Sleep.mp3 sounds like something that would help you sleep. It's one of those tapes that goes, sleep. You're listening to this because you want to sleep. <laughs> is, that, is that a tape or is that some creepy uh, boyfriend whispering no. in your ears? <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Or like the world's worst hypnotist. Yeah, seriously. No, it seriously sounds like that. I wish I had it with me. They go, sleep. You're listening to this because you want to sleep. I'm stating the obvious now. Refreshing (laughs) sleep. It's so relaxing to sleep. That sounds really annoying. (laughs) Well, I was thinking, my proposal is that relaxation tapes have too much talking. Is it relaxation tapes in general or just this one? Well, I, in my field as a psychologist, I've come across a few and I find that they're always telling you to do stuff. Really? Yeah. I haven't listened to that it's many. Like, I assume. tense your toes, now untense them. Now tense your other toes, now don't tense them. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a whole workout And then there's routine. like, listen to your breathing and it's like, okay, now stop listening to your breathing and start listening to five other sounds. Good. Have you got them? Now listen to the sound of your elbows creaking. <laughs> You're getting old, aren't you? It's because you can't sleep well. It's just going to make you uh, have some weird dreams about all your insecurities or something. <laughs> well, I just find I can either listen to what you're saying or relax. I can't concentrate on what someone's saying and relax. So what would you prefer out on these tapes instead? I think relaxation tapes should be two people in another room talking <laughs> about something I'm slightly interested in but eventually will tune out of because I'm like, oh, I'm just too tired. Like, oh, I wish I'd caught the rest. But okay. So yeah. what kind of topic are we uh, thinking that you're only slightly interested in? I don't know. Um, I'm quite interested in many things. I'm trying well, to think of something I'm slightly interested in. How about, like, the board game Mousetrap or something? No, like, that's not interesting enough. Yeah, okay. So it's got to be something on your level. Like, how about a band that you, like, heard once and, like, oh, yeah, they're okay. Maybe, like, military history? Wow. <laughs> I would not have expected that on a relaxation thing. Yeah, it's like, well, that's kind of interesting. Like, I don't know, talking about, like, tactics from, I don't know. World War One. World or War One, And you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting to know, but I'm tired. So, so it's like, I'll just would get you, on tomorrow. Would you prefer some grizzled old war vet, a geezer? Yes. <laughs> would you prefer him and his war buddy? Or would it be, like, two of your friends, like, our age, discussing the history or something? Probably two of our friends our age. So you could like feel like you would be in on the conversation. You yeah, more so it. it sounds like two people in another room are talking. So my friends are talking about something I'd like to be involved with. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I should really get up and... But that's exactly what you don't want. That's no, what, that's I should really get up and get involved, but I'm too tired. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to sleep. The mousetrap thing is a better idea because if you're talking about it, it's something that you can understand. You're familiar with the board game. Uh, am I? You know the game Mousetrap? Yeah, yeah. I know of it. Yeah. I wouldn't say I know the ins and outs. But I'm like, silly guys, obviously the boot kicks the ball bearing, not the kangaroo. Well, that's the level of familiarity that I think is the most effective. All right, give us your relaxation tape then. Because I'm saying... No, give us a demo. No, I, I'll give you a demo All in right. a second. But I'm saying that 
that's something that you're not inclined to go, oh, I've got to go off and chip into this conversation. No, but I, I want that. But I'm like, no, but I'm too tired. I would chip in, but I'll just listen <laughs> and fall asleep because I'm too tired to get up. <laughs> See, I think maybe it's just people playing. My relaxation tape is just people playing with <laughs> was like, oh, the... The wheel didn't go all the way down again. It's My like, relaxation tape would be people playing Monopoly or just playing Monopoly. Just like the rolls of the dies and stuff, I could see it being quite soothing. Do you think so? That would be your relaxation tape. People playing a board game in another room. No, this, none of this is my relaxation <laughs> tape. This is madness. But if you're trying to work out something that works for you, then uh, <laughs> then I can see it. You'd prefer that Monopoly? Yes. Or is that what we're going for? So do we, do we want to do a bit of a demo? All right. <laughs> so... Uh, how about it's two grizzled war vets playing Monopoly? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so, uh, oh, okay, landed on Park Avenue. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I have two hotels on that. You should give me $500. <laughs> See, everyone fell asleep yeah, in their cars. That, that really There's was. car crashes across Melbourne. That was amazing. That was like the most boring two, minute, two seconds know. of radio. I know. That's why everyone <laughs> would fall asleep. Isn't it awesome? That's way better. Okay, now let's try the other tactic. Everyone in Melbourne, clench your toes. Now unclench them. Now clench your other toes. Now clench your arms. Now unclench them. No one has fallen asleep. Now think about how brittle your bones are and how fat you are and what you're going to achieve tomorrow. Go to sleep now. (laughs) And all the things you've failed to achieve in such a long time on earth. Sleep. See, which is more effective? Text in 0427 767 767. Would you be more likely to fall asleep to listening to people playing Monopoly we're discussing uh, military tactics of the past or being told to go to sleep. The opportunities are many. Now here's, please, please, please let me get what I want. <laughs> Vicky's, Vicky's oh, motto. to sleep. Yes, by the Smiths. Good times for a change. Welcome back to The Prop Showzel with Ben and Vicky. You just had your ears wrapped around my ode to relaxing. Please, please, please let me get what I want. (laughs) (laughs) Has it worked? That's my ode to relaxation tapes. Please, please, please let me have people playing Monopoly and not ordering me around. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'll try and record you some Monopoly sound effects. Maybe you'd like Yahtzee. There's lots of dice rolling in that. That is true. But the occasional person yelling Yahtzee might excite you too much. I am the self-proclaimed Yahtzee expert. Well, funny you should say that. What? (laughs) I have a proposal. That's odd for this show. I know, right? I propose that there are only certain things that you can self-proclaim. We need self-proclamation regulators. And I also propose that it be us. <laughs> sure. Well, who, <laughs> who else would step up to the mantle, Vicky? One upside of being the person that always proposes things is that you can propose that you take care of it. Yeah, sure. We're, uh, if we need to instigate a police and no one else has uh, thought of the idea, then why not us? Why did we not think of police before police thought of that? Well, to be honest, I think that was around before we were born, so it might have been quite difficult Damn to it, get Sting. in on that from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, he tried to get in. That Maybe that's what happened when Sting formed the police. He's <laughs> like, someone needs to take the law into their own hands. Oh, they already did? Okay, well, I'll just well, make a band then. <laughs> so I think that there's only certain things that you can self-proclaim without it going horribly wrong. I've self-proclaimed myself as your best friend. Yeah, and Alex is my second best yeah, friend, right. supposedly. So does that work? Sure, I haven't ranked my friendship, but sure. But I'm saying, can you proclaim yourself as someone else's best friend? Probably not, <laughs> seeing as I think that's a decision that I would have to make. Yes, yeah, true. But the awkward thing about best friends is I didn't realise, as we were discussing the other day, mm. that you can be someone's best friend, but they might not be yours. Yeah, well, it depends. Like, if I've got 50 friends... You don't. 
well, let's just pretend. <laughs> we're in fantasy land two, here, Vicky. And they're ranked. <laughs> and uh, you've got you, you've got like three friends. Okay. I might I be your I best. Many. I might be your best friend. Yes. But I've got a lot more friends to choose from, so chances are that you're not my best. That's friend. That's so awkward. Yeah. Well, is it a is... bit like the I love you of friendship? Like you're my best friend. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't know what to say here. I guess I... Thank you. Yeah. You're not going to say I love you back? Yeah, give it time. Uh, you're, you're a friend. <laughs> you made it to the list. Well, thankfully, friendships, you don't usually have to make that proclamation. That's true. It can be... You can silently be someone else's best friend. Or just do what I do and say that, sure, you're my best friend, whatever. <laughs> so the other one that seems to go horribly wrong is self-proclaimed nickname. Well, that's the big one that it seems like... You, as soon as someone gives themselves their own nickname, you instantly have the right. Everyone else around them can make up a way worse nickname. Oh, yeah. You instantly have the right to mock them, because obviously. Self- Should you try to self-proclaim a nickname, mocking will ensue. That's the old adage. Here's a thought. Like, usually self-proclaimed nicknames are pretty cool. Like, yes. I might be calling myself Mr. Awesome and it backfires on me. Didn't you get called Mr. Awesome at work? Captain Captain Awesome. Captain, or awesome. Captain Amazing or whatever. I don't My know. mistake. You're I try to army. forget these times. I didn't realise you're an enlisted yeah, gentleman. Yeah, I got a rank up on the, <laughs> during the years. But no one ever self-proclaims themselves a bad nickname. No. No one's ever like, it's, oh, my name's uh, Ugly Features. Yeah. So what if you do self-proclaim a Ugly Features nickname? <laughs> then are people just going to assume that is your actual nickname? You didn't come up with that? Well, they would assume so because a guy I used to date from Canada, his nickname was Fatty. Yeah. So you wouldn't assume that he'd sort of assign that to himself. But presumably he didn't. Well, I don't think so. And he was also thin, so it was very confusing. He wanted to get in on the ironic nickname crowd. I guess so. I would have called him Noodle Arms. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. I'm so sorry if you ever listened to this. Well, it's out there now. And I think that's one of the many things that we've learnt this week, <laughs> which brings us to our new segment. What did we learn this week? So we're no longer proposing to each other since we both found out at the end of last season that we um, didn't really want what we thought we wanted. No, which, which was, was each other. marrying each other. <laughs> so we never really thought we wanted that either. So uh, we've, we've got a more educational wrap-up this year. Today I learned that... Bloody Mary likes some old geezer action. <laughs> I learned that it's 40 quid to go to the soccer. Oh. I learned that I'd deliver quite the court ruling way faster than Judge Judy. <laughs> I learned that 30 seconds is more than enough to deliver a court ruling and we are basically faffing around with the current legal system. And uh, I learned today that after a 14-hour plane flight delay, people regress to primal beings. I learned that emoticons are always necessary and you don't use them enough. Well, we've learned so much and that unfortunately brings us to the end of our first episode of the season of The Prop Showzle. I was your host, Ben. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can check out the podcast online if you've missed any of today's show at propshowzle.com. And you can email us, vicky at insaneramblings.net. Or ben at insaneramblings.net. And thanks for listening and we'll catch you here again next week. Here's some Beastie Boys. Make some noise, Passion Pit Remix. Like a flamethrower, the rhymes age like
Rattlings.